Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's 395-95, rush hour traffic, but few major incidents reported in Maryland on the Beltway. New crash on the outer loop between Arena Drive and 202 blocking the right side. Inner and outer loop traffic is quite slow through Silver Spring. A new incident reported on the outer loop near the Temple. The WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from Steve Rudin. Moving through the remainder of the evening, mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures will fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s by early tomorrow morning. Could see some patchy fog and a few stray showers. For your Wednesday, mostly cloudy. Chance for afternoon evening showers. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50. Areas of rain on Thursday, upper 50s to middle 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 44 now in the nation's capital. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer, coming up. Campaign 2024. The last couple of hours of voting in New Hampshire's primary. Stay with us for CBS News in seconds, then we go live to the Washington Post on the ground in New Hampshire, 615. A surprising drug find in an area apartment. This was a dangerous scene for officers. I'm Mike Marilla. How should complaints about school administrators be handled? Montgomery County's school board releases an update. I'm Kate Ryan. On Wall Street, the Dow was down 96. NASDAQ up 66. S&P up 14. WTOP at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire, where it's down to Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. So who are you supporting today? Donald Trump. Trump's the only one that can come up and clean up what we're going through. Nikki Haley, time for a change. Voters in the tiny community of Dixville Notch were first to cast their ballots at midnight. All six voted for Haley. Nikki's a fighter and she's not giving up and I just really hope that the rest of New Hampshire um, follows us. Polls close at 8 p.m. Eastern. Never has a candidate won Iowa and New Hampshire and lost the nomination. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire. Now with more CBS News, here's Monica Ricks. President Biden joined forces with Vice President Kamala Harris today in Virginia. The chants from ardent supporters encircled the speech and provided cushioning from frequent interruptions by pro-Palestinian supporters. The president, appearing somewhat annoyed, pressed ahead with his message to restore abortion rights. The person most responsible for taking away this freedom in America is Donald Trump. And Mr. Biden added voters can bring it back. That's CBS's Linda Kenyon reporting. Israel, meantime, says 21 soldiers died today in its worst day of war since October 7th. Reporter Linda Gradstein. The Israeli Army spokesman Daniel Hagari said troops had wired two two-story buildings with explosives to blow them up near the Israeli border. As far as we know, an RPG was fired by terrorists at a tank securing the forces, and simultaneously an explosion occurred in the buildings, Hagari said. Most of the forces were inside or near them. 
Wars, climate change, even AI now causing the doomsday clock to tick closer to midnight. Bulletin President and CEO Rachel Bronson tells us the 2024 doomsday clock reads 90 seconds to midnight. She says the reading is unchanged from last year because of a variety of global threats, but it is still possible to turn the clock back. Allison Keyes, CBS News, Washington. Today, longtime CBS journalist Charlie Osgood died. Correspondent Michael George takes a look back at his career. The Bronx native spent nearly half a century at CBS News. Charles Osgood, CBS News, on a 1949 Motorola. Building a reputation as a respected journalist. At the top of the news, President Bush is in Holland. And a gifted writer. They call it cyberphobia. But his first love... Radio. See you on the radio. I say that every week. A peculiar phrase some people think for anyone to speak. His reports often rhymed. Charles Osgood was 91. And social media is buzzing about Barbie today. Margot Robbie and director Greta Gerwig got snubbed at today's Oscar nominations. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. On WTOP on this Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. A little bit of clouds out there right now, 45 in D.C. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, at an apartment in Prince George's County, police were able to take a whole lot of drugs off the streets. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us it happened in the last week. I don't think we knew exactly what was going to be inside the apartment uh, when they made the uh, entrance. And last Thursday, Deputy Chief Zachary O'Leary with Prince George's County Police says detectives serving a search warrant at an apartment on Hamilton Street in Riverdale found nine men, three guns, cocaine, and thousands of fentanyl pills. This was a dangerous scene for officers, and they took nine suspects into custody without incident. And he says the Prince George's County Police Department was able to intercept nearly 14,000 fentanyl pills before they were able to be sold on our streets. All the men, most of whom are from the county, are facing a long list of drug charges. In Upper Marlboro, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 604, the murder conviction has been thrown out tonight for Sofia Negroponte. She's the daughter of former director of national intelligence John Negroponte. She was convicted of stabbing her best friend to death about a year ago. Negroponte went to prison for second-degree murder in the killing of Yusuf Rasmussen back in early 2020. But now the appellate court of Maryland has sent the case back for a new trial, saying the jury should not have seen parts of an interrogation video showing police questioning Negroponte's credibility. The court also says the jury should never have heard testimony from a prosecution expert witness who also questioned her credibility. 605, an Arlington attorney has pleaded guilty to conspiring to sexually exploiting children. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Virginia says 50-year-old Mark Black pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to produce child porn and a count of coercion and enticement. Now, Black is set to be sentenced in April. He could get to go to prison for life. The mandatory minimum term is 15 years behind bars. He worked for the FDIC. Court documents show that Black is a former president of the Arlington Aquatic Club board and was a member of two online groups that talked about exploiting children. We continue to work to connect the dots on some big developments impacting local education. It's a story you first heard here on WTOP. We've been telling you Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight made public the effort by the school board to kick her out of her job. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports as this continues to unfold, the school system is out with a reform plan. The Montgomery County Office of the Inspector General is still at work on its analysis 
of how the county school system handled allegations of sexual harassment and bullying involving a former middle school principal. In the meantime, the school system released its own action plan update to address how anonymous complaints, employee support, and the promotions process should be handled. The report came out on the same day that Superintendent Monifa McKnight went public with a statement saying she'd been asked to, quote, step away from her job and that she would fight that action. The school board said it wouldn't comment since it's a personnel matter, but that McKnight remains on the job. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. As you're driving home this evening, think about this. When was the last time you actually wrote in cursive? Do you even remember how to do it? One expert believes cursive handwriting can change one's behavior for the better. Our story from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Cursive is a form of expression. While many schools around the D.C. region still teach cursive, there's not an emphasis on it like there once was. Rabbi Hatising, a public speaker on education and a cursive advocate, urges parents to be proactive in ensuring their kids do learn and routinely use cursive. That allows us to share our own identities and identify who we are through our handwriting. He says it slows down the mind and makes you think, sort of the opposite of how most people type when on social media. Writing by hand, they're going to be more empathetic and compassionate citizens, all because of handwriting. It really does have that much of an impact. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, who could forget the checkered blue dress worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz? You may have heard the dress ended up in the hands of Catholic University here in D.C. Well, tonight we learn the dress will finally be auctioned off. The money will be used by the School of Music, Drama and Art. A dispute over the dress prevented an auction from happening earlier. We're now waiting for an exact date. Other details, we'll have them for you here on WTOP. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A Cupcake Wars winner has a new D.C. bakery. I'm Jeff Glabaugh. It's 6.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th sand. When it breaks, we've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway in Maryland, Outer Loop had a crash between FedEx Field and 202 Landover Road along the right side. That one was cleared. Uh, still have yet to recover. And farther around the Outer Loop in Montgomery County, very slow from University Boulevard out of Silver Spring between Georgia and Connecticut Avenue and not far from the Temple. Pothole repair. Apparently at least one damaging pothole needs to be plugged and water two lanes blocked on the Outer Loop until they can throw the cold patch in it. Interloop, they've wrapped up. It's still slow, of course. Legion Bridge, River Road, Spur, and from Old Georgetown Road through Silver Spring, and for that matter, through College Park as well. 270, no mishaps. A few slowdowns, though, out of Montgomery County. Georgia Avenue northbound still in a backup beyond 200 near Bachelors Forest Road. Uh, residuals from an earlier incident. The incident on 29 at the Howard County line cleared. In Virginia, 66, 395, 95, rush hour congestion, few incidents, should be on shoulders. George Washington Parkway picking up overflow and workaround traffic from the big tie-up in northwest D.C. Long delays westbound on K Street, M Street, the Whitehurst Freeway, and Canal Road. Canal Road closed all day between Foxhall Road and Reservoir Road for emergency utility work. It is a very slow detour. On Fox Hall Road, MacArthur Boulevard, and Reservoir Road. Other side of town, outbound drivers on 50 New York Avenue not having fun at all. It's heavy and slow from Florida Avenue all the way out to the Maryland line beyond South Dakota Avenue and near the Anacostia River. Police still working at incident. At last report, they were on the right side, but that may have changed since late last hour. 
Uh, what a tested electric car. Plug it at fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mostly cloudy skies moving through the evening and into the overnight with a little bit of patchy fog after midnight along with a chance for a stray shower or two. Temperatures fall from the 40s eventually into the 30s by early tomorrow morning. Our temperatures aren't going to stay cold very long. Mid-40s to around 50 for daytime highs tomorrow. Better chance for showers into the evening hours. Thursday is going to be soggy. Temperatures upper 50s to middle 60s. Lingering showers drop to a close on Friday, mid-60s to around 70. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures starting to drop back. We're at 42 in Gaithersburg, 41 in Arlington, Lanham now at 40. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Unemployment rates are ticking up in several states. Virginia's unemployment rate rose to 3% in December in Maryland. It rose to 1.9%, but Maryland still ties North Dakota for lowest state unemployment rate. Lockheed Martin whose Javelin anti-tank weapons are being used by Ukrainian soldiers, ended the year with a record backlog of more than $160 billion. Popular vegan bakery, Sticky Fingers, just opened a much larger store next to the Tacoma Metro Station in D.C. Owner Doran Peterson is a two-time Cupcake Wars winner. She opened the original Sticky Fingers in Columbia Heights 20 years ago. All the sweets are plant-based. The Dow lost 96 points today, but the S&P 500 closed up another 14 at a new record. The Nasdaq finished the day up 66 points. It's a half percent. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Still ahead, we'll take you live to New Hampshire for the final hours of voting in the first in the nation primary. Political junkies can't wait to learn how much of the vote goes to Nikki Haley versus frontrunner Donald Trump. Washington Post reporter is going to join us 612. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride and drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com Resolutions start at the YMCA. I resolve to find a workout that works. I resolve to eat healthier. I resolve to have have more fun with my family. Whatever your resolution, the YMCA is here to help. The Y provides everything from nutrition counseling and diabetes prevention programs to exciting group exercise classes, even family-friendly events and activities. Join in January with a zero enrollment fee and achieve your goals your way. Visit YMCADC.org to find your nearest Y. In 2016, Congress overwhelmingly passed legislation to modernize the Toxic Substances Control Act. When President Obama signed these reforms into law, regulators, legislators, and the public believed they were poised to help the EPA implement policies that bolster America's chemical management regulations. That's not what we're seeing today. And the EPA is advancing regulations that are not relying on the best available science to assess the safety of existing chemicals, and delays in the new chemicals program weaken the nation's 
supply chain and the ability to produce innovative chemicals in America, including the chemistries necessary to produce semiconductors, electric vehicles, and clean energy solutions, all national priorities for the Biden administration. The American Chemistry Council calls on Congress to ensure that EPA is managing the TSCA program effectively or risk America falling behind countries like China. America's global competitiveness relies on American chemistry. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Later this half hour on WTOP, with all the snow we've had, you might never know we're still in a drought. Has the recent weather helped? Stay with us here on WTOP. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. We are into the final couple of hours of voting in the New Hampshire primary. Most of the polls in that state close at 7. Some are open till 8. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley says she has no intention of dropping out after tonight. Donald Trump is aiming for a commanding victory, which would secure a sweep of the first two GOP primary races and make a November rematch with President Biden more likely than ever. Well, joining us live from Manchester, New Hampshire, Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter for The Washington Post. Thanks for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So as you've been noticing uh, both today during the voting and uh, the past few days there, any themes that you're picking up on this evening as we head toward a vote count? Well, like you said, uh, you know, Trump wants to end this now and, and is bringing out all the pressure um, that, you know, Haley really doesn't want to go to her home state in South Carolina, uh, make her life miserable for a month and then have a humiliating defeat there. Uh, so he's bringing all his uh, all his surrogates from South Carolina up to try to pressure her. Um, she's saying a big fat no to that, uh, trying to say that it is not going to end here tonight, no matter what. And what this race is going to come down to tonight is uh, the split of the electorate between Republicans and unaffiliated voters who are allowed to vote in the Republican primary here in New Hampshire. Um, and that is the path that the Haley campaign is trying to take. If they can run up the score with independents and unaffiliated voters who don't love Trump, um, they think that they can they can pull off something really amazing here. And even if that doesn't stop him from winning here tonight or stop him from ultimately winning the nomination, it it does point to a challenge that he could face in November in a rematch with President Biden, because if he struggles with moderates and independents, you know, those are the kinds of voters that he would need to win in a general election. So, Isaac, how much of an impressive second place finish does Nikki Haley need when it comes to margins and numbers? Well, you know, we it could end up being not super clear, uh, especially not at first. Um you know, if anything that's different from the polls, which have consistently shown a double digit, a healthy double digit lead for Trump, anything closer than that would be a surprise. Uh, CBS has an exit poll out that shows a lot of dissatisfaction with the economy among New Hampshire voters, not just a sense of malaise, maybe even more intense than that. Are you getting uh, the same vibe from interviews with voters there? 
Uh, yes, uh, immigration also remains a, a very salient issue in uh, the Republican primary. Um, but I haven't heard in, in my conversations with voters at the polling places today, I didn't necessarily hear that um, lining up with a candidate preference. So I don't know that we can read too much into that. I mean, one thing that I did find really interesting in that exit poll was how few voters said uh, what they were prioritizing with their vote was beating Joe Biden um, because that electability argument uh, is one that Haley has been pressing very hard to make her case over Trump. Isaac, one last thing for you in the last 20 seconds we have left. Are you finding the voters you speak to know exactly when they're going in to to cast their ballot who they want, or there's still some some undecideds that second down to them a second? Well, they, uh, New Hampshire voters famously break late, but, um, but I was talking to people after they came out. So, uh, usually they, uh, they were happy to share. Um, and, you know, it's tough to get, uh, non-Republicans to vote in a Republican primary if that's not what they're used to doing. And so that would really be something for Haley to pull off if she could do it. All right. Isaac, uh, looking forward to your reports in the post uh, after the vote tonight. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thanks. Isaac Arnstorf, national political reporter for The Washington Post, joining us from uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Off to the traffic center we go. Dave Dildine. North D Canal Road closed. It's the Foxhole Crawl. We'll long westbound backups in Georgetown all day long with outbound traffic on Canal Road detoured uphill on Foxhole Road toward MacArthur Boulevard. There are many other crisscrossing backups through Foxhole Village and the Palisades as drivers try to find another way from Reservoir Road. You can reconnect with Canal Road beyond the emergency utility work, but this is leading to big backups westbound Whitehurst Freeway all the way back to K Street and putting more drivers downriver on the Potomac Freeway and out outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge. George Washington Parkway also in slow condition between Spout Run and the Beltway with drivers trying to find another way. 395 normal conditions, that is to say it's congested through southwest and southbound through South Arlington, but with no major incidents. Beltway traffic in Virginia is okay. Unlike in Montgomery County, Maryland, Outer Loop, heavy and slow from New Hampshire Avenue through Silver Spring. Pothole repairs ongoing beyond Georgia Avenue along the Temple. you got to stay left to get by, but they're mobile and that changes. Interloop traffic is sluggish coming off the Legion Bridge to the Spur, Old Georgetown Road through Silver Spring, and for that matter, through College Park. 270 northbound, slowest through Gaithersburg. Georgia Avenue northbound beyond 200. Police direction at the remains of a crash. And outbound on 50, New York Avenue leaving northeast D.C. Very slow through Eckington and uh, toward Fort Lincoln and off South Dakota Avenue because of an incident that police have responded to near the Maryland-D.C. line, the Anacostia River, and the split for the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Mark Pena in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. What do you have lined up for us tonight? You know, I got a bit of a soggy end of the week and into the weekend, but it won't be a complete washout any one of these days. So let's kind of break things down. Tonight, we're going to stay mostly cloudy. Temperatures probably falling close to the freezing mark here in town, slightly below freezing uh, outside the beltway. So be very mindful of some of the snow and ice that melted today to refreeze outside the beltway. And that'll probably be it for freezing temperatures for a while. We have highs in the mid to upper 40s for your Wednesday with some patchy uh, showers throughout the day. Rain really begins 
gets to pick up in coverage heading into Thursday, but even that's going to be light to moderate in nature. Uh, temperatures continue to warm. Highs uh, mid to upper 40s tomorrow, 60s for Thursday. Upper 60s by Friday as rain tapers off throughout the day. Temperatures will be near 70 degrees in some neighborhoods on Friday. Heading into the weekend, a cold front's going to sweep through and drop temperatures back to near seasonal averages, but also keep rain in the forecast as well. Keep in mind, again, not look complete washout for your weekend, but it's going to be wet. And after a couple of days of some rain, it'll be a little soggy outside as well. Keep in mind, too, the snow will melt as well. So we'll be watching our rivers and streams for river flooding. But right now, that is a rather low concern, just something that we'll be watching in the days to come, because it's not until about Monday and Tuesday of next week when we see some drier conditions in the forecast with highs in the mid to mid to upper 40s, which is uh, right around seasonal averages for this time of year. Uh, So outside right now, a bit of a mild night. We did heat. We did reach our average high today of about 45 degrees and so currently 44 downtown i've got 43 in uh wolf trap and let's see 44 in beltsville thanks mark coming up on wtop it might be winter but it's already time to start thinking about summer camp we'll tell you 623 we all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone mcdonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology technology keeps you connected the pure performance keeps your heart racing the bmw i4 m50 silence has never said so much bmw the ultimate electric driving machine lisa 2024 bmw i4 e-drive 35 for 499 per month visit bmwcenters.com get a tax refund advance loan at jackson hewitt now no fee refund advance offered to eligible clients Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 23. So what impact has the recent rain and snow we've had been on drought conditions across our region? WTOP Scott Gelman tells us things are getting better, but it's too early to say whether we actually will have to conserve water once again. The recent rains and snow are very good news for the basin. But Michael Nardolilli with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin warns. We are not out of the woods yet. If we had the return to the dry conditions of the summer, uh, the river would drop. In our area, only parts of western Virginia are experiencing what the U.S. Drought Monitor calls abnormally dry conditions. It's unclear what may happen this spring and summer. Is this just a, uh, a drought that we had in 20? 2023, or is it going to be a two-year drought extending into 2024? Nardo Lilly explains the drought conditions are getting better, but it's too soon to say whether we'll have to take shorter showers and limit watering the lawn. It's sort of like predicting the stock market. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We may be in the thick of winter, but heads up for parents, you should already start planning for the summer. Enrollment is already open at summer camps in the DMV, but act quickly. 
some camps with Montgomery County Recreation are already full. They filled up quite quickly after registration started. Carmen Barrios with Montgomery County Recreation says summer camps have to start registration early to plan for staffing. They do have spots left and also offer financial aid. It's so important to ensure that, you know, kids are not home all day, maybe on screens or unsupervised. How important it is for our kids to have social engagement. The longer parents wait, the fewer options they'll have. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Rob's got college hoops. Yeah, Georgetown a few short minutes from hosting Butler in a Big East game. The Hoyas would love to win considering their 1-6 in six 